Hey Siri, give me H-Town soccer. Talking all things Houston Dynamo FC. This is the official Dynamo Theory Podcast. We are Forever Orange. It shows that we were a strong team, I think. It shows that we, we have resiliency. It shows that uh, we are uh, a group that is, is, is not afraid to take risks on the road. And that pay off in the game today. I think the guys, uh, again, they came on in the game with the, the right attitude and the right mentality, and that show off on the scoreboard. The guys play the game that we, that we, we plan to do it. Uh, you guys had an unbelievable performance, and it's, it's great to take that first road win out of the out of the way because I think this group it, it, it deserves today. They, they deserve to get the three points tonight. What up, Page Town? Welcome to another episode of the official Dynamo Theory Podcast. My name is Rui Segura, and as always, I am joined by Christian Putalias. What is good, everybody? Welcome back to another episode. And Rodrigo Segura. What's going on? <laughs> what's going on h-town there you that's go how you man. say hi in dallas <laughs> it's it's changed you man it's changed you but hey guys man we're not having to... a seizure <laughs> should we be worried should be we worried but this is what happens when you get uh in your 30s rodrigo so now guys we're Welcome. all over 30 so so welcome to the show of 30 year olds talking about the dynamo it's it's pretty great, I guess. But uh, being that this is our 20th episode, actually, I don't know if you guys knew, but this is actually our 20th episode. We're hoping to have a special guest being El Jefe. But, you know, obviously, we'll, we'll have them next episode. So we'll have Dustin and probably Derek as well join us. I think uh, they're great insight. They do a great job for Dynamo Theory. And with that, guys, you know, Houston Dynamo played. Rodrigo. Again, this this was your uh, birthday weekend, man. So I'm sure you didn't get to watch most of the games. Christian, I know you were out there being cultured, probably by your wife. <laughs> or, <Yes. laughs> hey, yes. how was that, by the way? That Black Panther thing. It was, it was pretty badass. So basically, you watch the movie, and there's like a full arc orchestra playing like the music as the movie like go ha- like goes on. Oh, and then they, they had this uh this African dude. I don't know where from. I forgot where he was from. From Wakanda, bro. The, he was from Wakanda. Yeah, most likely. But he has his little like little drum under his armpit, basically, and he like plays it also with the with the with the thing. So it's it's pretty badass. I mean, and they do like literally the movie from the beginning all the way to like the credits and and like everything, everything, everything. And so it's it's pretty nice different experience so that's cool i've had yeah. heard of that for uh, like star wars but i didn't know black panther had it and, and honestly black panther is like a very underappreciated i think it has really good music for sure yeah Th- they've done it, that with um harry potter so i took my harry potter too, too. okay it's really interesting <laughs> <laughs> hey I-, I took one for the team <laughs> i took one for the team my wife no no it, it's cool though i mean and i think harry potter they won so many awards for like best music or whatever the score yeah the score yeah best Mm -hmm. score so it's pretty cool like you don't like yeah like christian was saying like 
I feel like you don't even feel sometimes how they're playing. You're just watching the movie and they're like, oh yeah, they're, it's live. You're like, why is, why is those people cool. sweating at the end? Like they're just nonstop playing <laughs> instruments. For real, yeah. But it's interesting because there's a lot, since, you know, being African, there's a lot of drums, right? Like, yeah. And like you, Wait, and the drummer, I thought you were from Argentina. <laughs> no, the, the, like the movie. The, the, I'm, yeah. <laughs> Wakanda forever. <laughs> I was gonna say something, but I'll say I'll say it later. All remind right. me, remind me. But, well, guys, uh, yeah. What's up? No, finish, finish no, your no, thought. No, sorry, sorry. Since you know, there's a lot of drums, and then the drummers they usually put them all the way in the back. So like, the drummer you couldn't even see him, but he was the one doing all the work. <laughs> Poor guy, <laughs> drumming away. That's for yeah. sure. But well, you know, guys, uh, there was a there was a couple Dynamo games. So we had a <laughs> right? Houston Dynamo uh, got their you know three one win playing over there Ooh. in Fort Lauderdale after a two. It was I think two two hour wait basically of of delay because of rain. That you know people were saying that if you looked at Miami, it was dry in Miami. So why don't they play in Miami? But I mean, uh, I guess we throw shade to everybody like Frisco that plays you know an hour and thirty minutes away from the city. That they say they rep basically, and Rodrigo's like, huh, "Come on, Rodrigo, it's about an hour almost, basically." It's forty-five minutes. Well, I did, took the tollway, so maybe longer. Yeah, I'm telling you. <laughs> but totally. so you know, the we got the win with uh, goals from Darwin Quintero and and uh, brace from Fafa. But guys, I'll start this quickly again. I have a ton of you know questions, um, but I guess we'll start with Rodrigo if, if you want. I know that you maybe only saw the highlights, but the question is just feelings on the first road win, man. You know, well, how are you feeling seeing them get that W? Yeah, I was excited to watch this game, and then it got delayed, and then I'm like, you know what? I'm not even going to worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> Plus, you know, I was already partying it up, and I kept trying to look at the score, and I'm like, no game yet? That's weird, you know? Um, I assume that's what happened. Uh, but first road win, man, that's, you know, that's what we want. I think Nagamura got his first road win in, what, two two games? That's probably one of the quickest. I think I, I was yeah that stat. Um, I think it was so, Kinnear and Tab Ramos that had done that, but we we know what happened with the Tab Ramos experience. <laughs> Shout out Tab. <laughs> but uh, that's exciting, man. I mean, yes, Miami is not in the best situation or wasn't in the best situation, and it sh- should have been a win, or you know, like it was. Um, but it's still a you know still a win. It's still a solid win. Three one. Um, they score with a penalty, so it's not too bad, I guess, uh, defensively wise. Um, and I saw the highlights, and I think uh, what's his face, Steve, right? Uh, he probably could have saved it, but he slipped. So yeah, yeah, he yep. did. Yeah, yep. all that. Yeah. And, uh, and so- then the, the penalty, I don't know. It didn't seem quite like a. Pe- I don't know. It was just, I guess, a mistake or. Yeah, it was it was a silly foul by by yeah. Steve Clark. It was gonna get called. I di- I didn't think it was a big game, but everybody else claimed that it was. So you know, hey, there goes thirty. Just hit Christian right there. He's like, dude, cramping. that cramping hurts just so bad. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> but yeah, uh, but talking oh, about the PK, obviously we uh, there was a PK for Inter Miami that uh, Iguain El Pipita scored. And then we had a PK that uh, that Fafa ended up scoring right after Darwin Quintero ended up basically uh, basically winning it. But Christian, this one's for you, man. 
you know, I don't, I know that you didn't get to see the game, but, or most of the game, probably just all the highlights, if anything, but, uh, the, uh, the picture, I don't know if you on Instagram and I think even Twitter, you know, like the picture that the Dynamo use as their three, one, you know, win. it was basically when everybody was fighting for that ball for that PK and it, it was, you know, it, watching it in real time, it probably lasted two seconds, but you you saw how Sebastian wanted it so bad, you know, Sebas Ferreira wanted it so bad and everybody just basically pushed him out of the way. You could see hands being thrown. And at the end of the day, our the PK taker was uh, the one that always seems to take it, which is Papa Pico. But, just, you know, what do you think about that competitiveness? I feel like it's something that we lacked before. But, you know, what are your thoughts on that? Just the team being more competitive. Well, honestly, I, I didn't see that and I didn't know about that. But now that you mention it, it it's very interesting because, you know, uh, like it's two different things because then I don't know if you guys heard uh, Fafa talk afterwards and basically they kind of gave it to him because because his family was there and, you know, like they just kind of wanted him to to be the hero of the night basically because he was coming back home. Uh, his dad was in, was in the stands, you know, his dad – having health issues and stuff like that. So they kind of wanted to make him feel special. I mean, it's huge. Uh, a lot of people don't know. My father suffered a stroke back in 2018. So um, the last time he was able to see me play live was 2017. Um, he coached me my whole life. And to come back here and, and play in front of at least at least three, 400 people that uh, sent me messages in a city I grew up in and, and made it out of um, was, a, was a great feeling for me tonight. So to come away with a win and two goals was, was huge for me. And then again, you know, it was the it was the first goal of the or the second goal of the night, I guess. But it was like you know, you, Fafa didn't know he was gonna get that second one, you know. So he obviously wanted to kind of celebrate, you know, with his family and stuff like that. And and, show. and both of the guys hadn't scored before too, so you know exactly. So I mean, for I can see like I can see that side of things, you know, like let Fafa take it because you know because of the emotional moment. But then again, you know. Uh, Seba needs, you know, he needs a break, honestly. In in a penalty, it's it's more than a break, you know. That's like it's kind of almost a free goal in a way, you know. It's like it's you against the goalie. Come, you know, just go and you know put it in the back of the net. It would, I don't know, I mean, you know, if we would have missed that, you know, like Seba would have taken it and missed it. I think it would have been worse for yeah. his self esteem. But yeah. you know, obviously, it's a fifty fifty in a way. So for but, sure, I mean, it's very interesting though. And I think, uh, you know, talking about Dustin, Dustin mentioned the fact, you know, like he's okay with it taking, with Fafa taking the PK because that it, you're winning 1-0, you know, like you said, the, the that goal gets missed or that PK gets missed and it changes everything too, right? It kind of throws everything. But uh, moving on to my next question, Rodrigo, I'll bounce this one uh, to you. You know, we've seen that, uh, you know, I guess talking about Corey Baird a bit, um, he's kind of disappeared a little bit in, in some aspects you know defensively he seems to provide that uh defensive aspect of it even though he was not really on it this past game but we've seen how you know Pasher Tyler Pasher has come in and played very well right last game he was able to get the equalizer in the end and same thing he was able to like set up Fafa for the basically the the winning goal that made it you know they sealed the deal um so, Rodrigo, question to you. Do you start Pasher or you keep uh, him as a super sub? I, you know, things are working out. So, what are your thoughts on that, man? Uh, I definitely feel like a super sub 
uh, per se would be the best option right now. And like we've talked about this before, like Nagamura has said before, um, he has a lot of guys that could start, you know, like he, he rotates a lot of guys, which is good. And I feel everybody has their moments. Um, you know, we have Seca or, you know, new to the team and then Tiaguinho coming into the team. I feel like those positions are going to be rotated a lot. Um, so, you know, um, Corey Baird um, having like an off night or, you know, getting more into it. Um, I think it's fine because at the end, I think that position is going to be, you know, constantly rotated. Um, so it's not like a big deal. You know, if that was like what we're having right now, Ferreira not producing a lot and you only have maybe Thor to kind of pick up the slack there. Um, if that's the case, I mean, that's a little bit more um, things to worry about. But again, we haven't given Ferreira that much opportunities Um like you mentioned that PK could have been a little bit better, but at the same time, he's been struggling so much that I think it was the right call uh, for uh, Fafa to take it. But I thought you were going to ask me about the center back situation. That's, that's what I thought you were going to We'll get there. We'll get there. We'll get there. I have that too. But, hey, uh, you know, Todd, you mentioned uh, Tiaguinho, obviously, and Christian, you know, Rodrigo just hit on, on some of those points. You know, it seems like we've, we've already had a lot of wingers, uh that haven't seen a ton of action per se and obviously we lost you know players like Bahamich and all that stuff that we should not really mention but where does Aguinho fit in the scheme of things man where do you think uh he'll he'll get more minutes he'll overpass Pasher I mean the team is doing well so I'm one of those that believes that you know if it's not broken why fix it type of thing so where do you see Aguinho maybe playing and I know he's not gonna he probably won't play anytime soon, but anyways. I mean, my only guess is that he's coming to compete with Fafa, even even though I think he, he's a lefty so and he plays on the right, basically like uh, Pasha does. Because, I mean, the, the, the right side is kind of saturated in a way. I mean, if you well, I mean, you have Pasha and you already have Corey Baird, so why bring in a third person to – I mean, you could bring in a third person and, and compete for that spot, you know? the uh, like having a lot of competition is not it's not a bad thing in a way uh but then again you know like you guys are saying uh, Corey Baird you, you know I obviously I, I wasn't able to watch it but you know he hasn't been you know uh he doesn't really stand out as much as we wanted him to stand out and and yeah Pasher I think you know he's been earning his minutes uh more and more every single time you know scoring a goal you know out of the bench coming in putting some pa- some key passes in there you know it, it Kind of makes you wonder, you know, does Pasha, like, I mean, Pasha should get a chance from the beginning, you know, maybe in the next few games and then do, you know, do the switch backwards, you know, have Corey Bird come in, uh, you know, maybe later on in the game and see if, you know, that could motivate him to, like, you know, get his position back in a way, you know. Uh, and then, and also, I was going to ask you guys, did, did Sebastian play the whole game or did he come out for Thor? Uh, he came out. Uh, I believe Thor. that Thor ended up getting about 15 minutes or so. Mm-hmm. Um, Sebastian, again, he didn't get any a lot of chances, to be honest, maybe even mm-hmm. none. Um, but he again, the, the competitive is there. Uh, he didn't I believe he didn't really have any shots on target or a possibility. So um but it, and yeah and kind of yeah, going into into you know like mixing both positions did he get you know service 
from Baird? You know, did he get service from Fafa? So, no, this game, uh, basically the Wings were the ones that kind of did their job. You know, we, especially me, I've been or have been pretty critical of the fact that, you know, Fafa and obviously Corey haven't done much. Uh, and this was uh, once the first goal came in, which is going to go with my next question. And I think uh, Rodrigo, or I'll keep it with uh, Christian because that way I, I can ask you the other one. But uh, it, it was regarding the uh, the right back position, right? Another mm-hmm. one, Griffin Dorsey has been playing. Um, that first goal basically happened with, you know, Dorsey wasn't having his best game. Um, and, and on a cross that he did, it, it got deflected and landed perfectly on Quintero. But my question is, um, you know, that, that, that opened up the game. That's what I was trying to say. So then, you know, the wingers were able to exploit, uh, the, uh, the wide game. And obviously you got Fafa involved and, and we were honestly doing a lot of offensive, uh, or, or a lot of attacking, uh, overall. But Christian, Starseca or keep Dorsey as a starter, man? That's the question I was going to ask. Same same concept of, you know, if it ain't broke, don't fix it type thing. Just keep Dorsey, man. I think he's doing a heck of a job. He, the kid is a hustler. I mean, you can – and, you know, whenever they uh, they scored the last goal, he went, he celebrated with uh, with Paulo. Like, the relationship seems to be good between Paulo and the players and, you know, and the players and Paulo. So, you know, why – you know, why mess that thing up? I think Seca, obviously, he came in to fight. You, I mean – I think at this point, Valentin is kind of like an afterthought, which sucks because, you know, he's he's like a really good he I mean, he's he's a decent player. He's a good you know, he seems like a good leader. Um, but at the end of the day, you know, you want guys to to kind of move forward. And, you know, Valentin doesn't have that. Seca, we, we haven't seen much from him. Obviously, he's going to have to earn it. But what I like about Paulo is that he won't hesitate to put a guy in if he thinks he has earned, you know, the, the spot sure. in, the, in the starting position. So at the end of the day, it's all going to matter, you know, in the training in in the, you know, in the, in the pitch in the training pitch in the training fields, you know, how you do your work there, it's literally going to translate to what you, you know, what you see on game day, because that's one of the things that we have seen from Pablo. He's not really scared of, you know, switching up, you know, ele- starting 11s. And, you know, in the beginning I was worried about that because, you know, maybe because I'm not used to seeing that, you know, you're used to watching, you know, certain teams and, you know, they're starting 11, you know, by memory. Right. But, you know, Paulo has been switching it up, you know, depending who we who we go against, depending, you know, what he sees during the week. I mean, look at our back line, you know, look at our center backs. Well, like we seem so much rotation on that, and, you know. And, you know, just going with, uh, you know, Griffin Dorsey, obviously we know that he suffered that injury, kind of threw him off a little bit. And again, this probably this, especially in the start, the game for him was very shaky. So it was kind of good that, you know, like you mentioned, Paulo had confidence in him to just be like, let's roll with it. You know, Seca had been getting more and more minutes as time went along and he didn't get to play. Dorsey kept, you know, was in the field the entire time. So, um, I think it just creates a very good internal, uh, competition for the team that it's like, Hey, we are all have an opportunity to get some minutes if we do our part, like you said. And, you know, you're talking about the center backs, and I go with Rodrigo since he kind of pointed out this question. But we've seen, you know, uh, you know, obviously Ethan Barlow started, which that's another thing that I have uh, kind of coming. But um, Stedes was out. Parker was out this time altogether. So we saw Hedavi and Ethan play. But Rodrigo – First of all, before you reference just how maybe good or how you've seen the you know the center backs pairing has been, 
But man, what do you, what is up with Parker not starting, man? And and he hasn't even really been on the injury injury report list. So kind of what do you make of that? I think as far as injury, I think that's questionable. Like, I don't know. We we haven't really gotten that many reports in, and I don't think nobody really has ever touched that kind of subject um with Nagamura, you know, especially early on in the season like um you know we cover that um Dorsey kind of missed a couple or saw him get off the half and nobody really questioned it and it was never really brought up um so I think injury you know he might have some issues that we just don't know about um but the interesting part is that we have a vast majority of like center backs in a way like you know that position is a little bit more saturated I guess um which in, in a good way you know like Everybody has done pretty well. Um, Barlow coming in for his um, debut, right? I think. I think this was his debut. Yeah. yeah. I I couldn't remember if he played last season, but no, I think he was injured. Um, Um, It was an unbelievable feeling. Um, I I have so much respect for for my teammates um, for getting me through that. Like it wasn't it wasn't easy for me. There were definitely some some shaky moments, at least early on. but the dream come true. I kind of had this moment uh, three minutes in where I just kind of looked up at the lights and, and kind of realized I'm, I'm here. But, yeah, I mean, coming – he had a decent game, you know, but I think it also helped having um, teenage, you know, as more of a complete center back, I would say, uh, to help him out. And then the experience that Clark brings into the team, I think that also kind of um, makes the defense even stronger. So right now, the defense doesn't seem like a big deal. Um, the guys we have can play, you know, um, early in the season. Steris has um, kind of shut me up a little bit there just because he's done a pretty good job. Everybody, um, honestly. <laughs> hey, but right. you called and, uh, it. You saw it as, you know, in the very beginning. You saw that it seemed like a player that we are expected for him to be, you know, the third uh, center back or even the fourth center back. And the dude, you know, uh, had made that his own position. And, you know, obviously bench, bench Dorsey, I mean, uh, bench uh, Hadevi for a bit and also bench Parker for a bit. Yeah. So I guess the question now would be who would be starting next weekend or this weekend, I should say, Um, as far as like, you know, our back four. That's a perfect transition, man, because next we're going to talk a little bit of the match coming up, home match against San Jose Earthquakes. Uh, Yeah. Quakes having won a game which is one of the – they're actually right now, I believe, last in the standings of the Western Conference. Um, they haven't won a game. Um, they've tied two matches and lost three. Uh, they've played some good matches um, at home. Uh, two of them that they did like a pretty good comeback, basically being down uh, 2-0 and then 3-0, I think, at one point, and, and having like Francisco Calvo scoring a few headers um, in some matches. And then – they played, I believe it was uh, FC Broccoli last week. Huh. And, yeah, and I think the, uh, the Broccolis were up 2-0 and, and <laughs> they came back to tie it up. But, you know, talking a little bit about that, and I know we, we know how, uh, uh, what's it called, Nagamura did, did our boy uh, Christian bad when he asked him about tactics. And I'm like, bro, if you already know what he's going to say, which is nothing, <laughs> yeah. why did you ask? But uh, if you guys didn't catch it, uh, Christian asked him like, so you, he, the question was perfect <laughs> till Christian was like, yeah, tactically, how do you expect to come? And, and he, <laughs> and Nagamura was like, well, 
Christian, we're going to have 11 starters. We're going to have <laughs> nine in the bench and we'll play some and then we'll start. Yeah, it was just so funny, man. I couldn't stop laughing once I heard that. But anyway, so, you know, we've seen five different games of Nagamura so far, right? I think all every single game has been different, you know, and, and like I said, the starting 11 have all been different and we haven't repeated basically, but what, what, uh, tactically, and you can, guys can both give you guys impression, but you know, what do you guys expect from Nagamura going against this earthquake match? You want to go ahead, Rodrigo? Uh, okay. You can go. Go. <laughs> <laughs> well, cause honestly, I have not much to say cause I, you know, I, I haven't uh, watched San Jose a lot, so I honestly don't know what to expect from them. I mean, what you can expect, I guess, what you know of their coach, you know, of Almeida and how crazy he can get, you know, when it comes to like pressing or, or trying to be like, you know, super like on you, you know, in a way, you know, he's, he plays that, that like tough style that he just wants to be on top of you at like all times. Men on men, hardcore yeah. pressing basically. Yeah. yeah. Like they're not really like the possession type. They're not really the ones to like control the ball, I guess. But, you know, so we could exploit that, I would say. You know, maybe we can, you know, have Quintero, have um, have Coco, you know, maybe manage the ball a little bit better in the midfield, you know, be able to take those one-on-one situations, make a lot, you know, make the most of it, you know, have Ferreira make some runs, make the guys, you know, run down the wings, you know, have uh, Fafa on one side use his speed, you know. If if it's going to be like a one-on-one situation where, you know, Matias Almeida is going to go, you know, men marking or, you know, just, Play, you know, play that really high, you know, pressing style, then, you know, we should be able to... And also, something that I really liked um, from um, Teenage, he puts really nice balls, like, you know, between lines. And yeah. He's he's very smart when it comes to, like... He's very you know, confident. He's very confident with the ball, for sure. Uh, like, he, he, he had one to Fafa, and that was a beautiful pass. Like, literally down like a little hallway you know between lines and Fafa all he had to do was you know put it away and you know he, he didn't manage to do that but you know um he teenage has that ability to like grab the ball and, and push forward himself if needed to so I think you know if, if we're gonna you know if Almeida is gonna come out like that I think we would have the upper hand the you know the bad side is like we're away so obviously no we're home I'm tripping um so like I was gonna say that's the. I don't know why I thought we were away. Maybe because Dynamo Los is is actually away, but yeah, that's a different story. But yeah, I think I mean we should have this one in the bag. You know, just looking at San Jose, looking at the record. You know, they still can't get a win. Uh, you know, they they haven't been playing too great. But then again, you know, they did almost come back on on FC Broccoli. You know, like they they were down and then they were able to tie it up. And you know how momentum's go. So. We're just gonna have to take advantage of everything that we can and try to keep, you know, keep a clean sheet. You know, if it wasn't for that penalty in Miami, I mean, like I said, I didn't watch much of the game, but I know uh, Steve had a, a few good saves. You know, I think we are yep. able, and I think we are solid enough to to keep clean sheets. You know, which is rare to say nowadays. You know, especially about the Dynamo. You know, considering how many goals people score on us all the time, but. You know, we have a good back line. You know, I trust the guys. I, I, I'm, I'm actually confident, you know, with with our back line. I, I really believe that anybody that plays back there could do a great job. Um, the whole Parker situation, you know, we talked about it. You know, he's 
I don't know, you know, I don't know. Does he live live up to his money? You know, mm-hmm. he's one of the highest paid center backs in the league. Uh, so it's one of those things like, you know, if you're the highest paid, I expect you to be Simmerman or more. You know what I'm saying? Like Simmerman right now, to me, he's the the best center back in the league. And if you're going to be paid that much, I want you to be like Simmerman or more. Like you should be at least, you know, be in the eye of the, of the national team. You know, if you're if you're an American player and you get paid so much money like that, yeah. I expect you to be competing for those spots. I mean, personally, right? But but then again, kind of you know, giving a shout out to the to the boys from uh, Houston Dynamo. Those, I mean, Talon Maples and and uh, Pennington. Uh, I think I think it is his name, Pennington. Sterling's. Let's just go. I'll go with Sterling because uh, he has a, he has like a long ass name well but, before you uh, jump into dynamo dust because that's where we're but they were doing the, yeah yeah okay so yeah that's it that's my point but basically like i'm confident in our back line confident in a clean sheet and we should take advantage of a being up san jose basically and rodrigo what about team. you expecting on, on tactics before we get into predictions and you can you can finish your thought with your prediction and then we'll uh christian you say your prediction for the match as well man so to me, I think this game it's gonna be a little bit different um, than I guess what Christian has in has in mind. That you know, that, not not to be the contrar- contrarian here, but um, hey, that's fine. We know. we always need yeah. a contrarian. Nah. That's good. Yeah, I feel like we're it's good like, for the ratings. Well, I, I, <laughs> I feel like Amuda's actually gonna go more defensive into this game. I think we're probably gonna see somebody like set in the start. Um, I think if we have a healthier center back which is status or um parker i think we'll see them obviously back in the starting lineup um in place of bartlow i think this game is going to be maybe a little bit too much for bartlow to repeat um just playing at home and with a higher pressure um you know you got guys like calvo that on set pieces are pretty deadly and i don't feel that he's that comfortable in the air um trying to win some header so i think in that kind of sense um he won't get the start for me so, you know, that being said, that um, Nagamura is going to play more defensively in the first half, at least, I feel, and this is going to be controversial, I guess, <laughs> that we might, see, <laughs> we might see Thor get the start this game. Um, no shots against Ferreira, but, you know, it, it's you never really have a, a starting forward unless you're, like, top, you know, I guess Chicharito level in a way that yes. you're going to put in and you're, like, right away. Um, obviously we had no other option at the time, but I feel like maybe it was too soon for him to get going. Um, I think it would have been, you know, if we had like another, I don't know, like if Manotas was there and he's more comfortable in the league and he knows kind of what this is about, I feel like he would have been a better option to start right away and then gradually mix in, uh, Ferreira. So I I don't know. I just have a feeling like, you know, we're probably going to see Thor play most of the game or not most of the game. Uh, I want to say maybe 60, 65 minutes. Um, if he does start and uh, and then we'll see you know um, obviously if we're winning or if we're attacking more um, we'll probably see Ferreira in and um, yeah but I possession wise I think it's going to be pretty 50-50 so so yeah you want to go for me I, w- I want to ask uh, him a question so like with with Seren being in you know how's your midfield looking like <laughs> so I think um Basically, what we've seen in the past, you know, it's probably going to be set in. I can see Memo playing there and Vera. Like, I feel like that's going to be the thing. And then just Thor on top, kind of like what we did before. I think it's going to be more defensively just because um, Almeida does come with a higher press um, than we're used to. 
And um, I don't think, you know, I think Nagamura wants to keep this low level of conceding. So clean sheet or just one goal. Um, and as the, you know, as the game goes on, if we're doing well, if we get, you know, a breakthrough, I, I feel like then he'll start making those, you know, attack of mine uh, substitutions. Yeah. Oh. And now I was going to add, you know, if, if they do come, you know, if Ameda decides to be bring that high pressure, uh, the way that Rodrigo is kind of planting the game, you kind of just kind of waiting for them to tire out. And then you bring in, you know, a little bit of that firepower, bring in if, if you know, Sebastian or, or even Thor comes in, whoever comes in later on in the match, it may open up more stuff. And I mean, we already saw how Pasher is. So that answers that question. He would probably come in as a super sub as well. Um so with that being said, predictions, guys, you know, Christian, what do you think this game is going to look like at the end of the 90 minutes, man? I'm hoping to, sorry, uh, Pumas is playing Cruz Azul and they missed a really good chance. I'm hoping for a 3-0. I think, you know what, you know, obviously I'm, I'm thinking that we're going to go maybe a little bit more offensively. Uh, so if we're going to go offensively, I think, and, you know, if, the way that I see the game, right? Obviously, Rodrigo sees it a little bit differently, which which I agree too. You know that could completely happen as well. But it, I think they're going to open up a lot, and I think we'll be able to like <laughs> I was going to say stick it in, <laughs> but you know. <laughs> but uh, and, and it's true though, in the sense of like at this point with Nagamura, basically we gotta expect the unexpected, right? Yeah, yeah. You, you honestly, we don't know, you know, because. We just we have to look, you know. He I might guess. have eleven players, and you know, nine yeah, subs. Exactly. And he, we don't know, <laughs> and he, he, we don't know, and he's definitely not going to tell us. So. What we know is that eleven people are going to start on the field. <laughs> yeah, that's for sure. But at the end of the day, yeah, we won't know until you know the the lineup comes out an hour before the game, and then we can kind of start. And you're you know, going to look at your phone, and you're like, "Holy crap, him!" <laughs> <laughs> basically, basically, and that's when we're going to be able to figure out, you know if the team is going to go like a little bit more offensive or a little bit more defensive, you know, depending if Seren or not is in, in the field, basically. All right. So Christian said three, zero Rodrigo. What are you thinking, man? I'm thinking a little bit more closer. I think, I don't know. I, I still don't know if we're going to win this game. <laughs> I, I would hope we would. I'm thinking like maybe a two, one, um, if not one, one draw. Um, I, I, I I don't want to lose. That obviously that can always be a possibility. <laughs> um, but playing at home, you know, I kind of trust Nagamura now. Uh, I think we all kind of get to that point of like I think we all know that he's doing pretty well and his tactics throughout, you know, different um, games change to benefit us and you know counter what the opposition's doing. But as we've seen before, you just need one lucky break and. Um, a mistake and you know you can see the goal personally i feel a lot of pressure because i've gotten five matches correct so <laughs> i am just yeah. a match away of ending my perfect streak you know kind of like those march madness brackets that kind of died round one or two anyways not that i watched it or anything but um it's a lot of pressure that i that i think uh, the team is gonna have per se because of this high of you know going to enter miami Again, and I, you guys can look at the table, man. They suck. They're like last place. So, you know, you guys kept telling me that I was going to jinx it, but I've been saying how they're awful. And right now they're basically on the uh, wooden spoon uh, category currently, right? They're still out of, 
They're still like, right? Shout out to Miami. Shout out to Wayne, bro. Shout out to those rows you were hitting during target practice. But, um, but um, you know, I, that's kind of how I feel that if the Dynamo are not careful, this hike can kind of be detrimental as well, right? Because they come from beating a Vancouver playoff team 2-1 at home, then played the first team, you know, of last year, in the worst, worst yeah. Western Conference fine or conference, uh, being the Colorado Rapids, and you tie them one one. So then you get this massive win. Um, I feel that uh, um, San Jose. I, I'm not gonna sit here and say maybe how Nagamura is gonna play, but San Jose is a better team that we kind of expect. Yes, they have their up and downs, but I think they're very resilient. And so if we're not careful they they've proven the fact that they can come back right that they even down to zero whatever they'll come back and flip the or tie the score up so i'm kind of with rodrigo i think i feel that it's going to be a 2-1 match i think we'll probably be winning 2-2-0 and then they may score a goal towards the end kind of making everybody get a little nervous you know towards the 90th minute and and we get the w man so I'm gonna I'm go with a two one and, and and it hurts a little to say because I'm scared. <laughs> Just as a little uh, a little uh, what's it called whatever whatever uh, they haven't scored in a in in a weight goal this yeah. this year. And so they've far. they've got have gotten scored I believe eleven times. Eleven times. And, and we've only conceded what four four yeah. And they only scored six times. And so. two of those goals were from like uh, set pieces, and well, for sure, uh, Calvo's hit two of them. Rodrigo, what do you want to add, man? No, I was gonna say, but you know, looking at the table, I feel like this team looks deceiving compared to Miami, um, just because you know Miami. If you see either bottom of the table, last place, they played awful, and San Jose is bottom of the the table as well, but doesn't seem that they played awful. You know, they just got an unlucky here and there. Um, or I guess luck in the other sense as well. I mean, you know, 3-3 against Columbus and then Austin FC, which they kind of started off hot and then um, slowly just kind of started to die down. Or unless San Jose did really play a little bit better, uh, you know, like um, at the end of the game with uh, against them. So I, and, I don't know. It's, and it's the a little co- bit even, deceiving. And even with the Columbus one that they tied 3-3, they got a red card like in the first half and they were down. 3-1, I think, till Cabo scored two goals again in the last five minutes, which is ridiculous. But all right, guys, then we did mention the fact that Ethan Barlow ended up getting the start this past match, which obviously leads into Dynamo does, right? We're starting to finally see some of those MLS Next Pro guys try to make it into the first team. Uh, Ethan may have known that he was starting. We were a little bit all surprised, but it's a good feeling, right? The, the, the Dynamo does played well the first match. And they are undefeated still because they actually beat San Jose Earthquakes number two <laughs> or the Quakes two. I'm just, I'm proud of the guys. I think, uh, you know, tonight was a game that wasn't something that I think, you know, we had planned on. Uh, they were fantastic, San Jose. Uh, they set up the way we thought they'd set up. Uh, they executed. And I think there were big moments in the game where they dominated the ball um, they created some chances, but I'm just proud of the guys because not every game is going to be your best. Um, not every game is going to go the way that you think it's going to go. But I think uh, at the end of the day, they fought for each other. And it's something we talk about a lot um, to keep another clean sheet. 
to score another set-piece goal. I think that's something that we can really hang our hat on this early in the season um, as we start to get to know each other because I think all of these teams are starting to to figure out their players. They're starting to figure out their systems. Um, and to know that we are going to fight that way is, is a big thing. On Sunday, this time um, by a long goal by Papa Andoy. Andoye, how do you say that? I was Andoye, yeah, Andoye. Yeah. Papa Andoye. I want to not pronounce the N or the D, and I forget which one I have to pronounce, basically. But anyways, I, think the, I don't think <laughs> I don't think you pronounce the N. So Andoye, yeah, yeah, yeah. Papa Andoye. No, Andoye. yeah, you say and yeah, Andoye. All right, Papa Andoye. Sure? I mean, we can ask him tomorrow. We'll ask him. <laughs> we'll ask him. I'm sure he'll tell us. But um, uh, Christian, you did get to see some of this game, I think, and Rodrigo did too. So we'll start, you know, with that. You know, uh, just your takeaways, uh, Christian, on this match, man. Um, Well, it wasn't the greatest uh, match for the Houston Dynamos. Or the camera guy. Or the camera guy. Shout out to the camera guy, whoever you are. (laughs) As Dustin said, you were what? (laughs) <laughs> recording all the way from, from Lake Jackson. Lake Jackson. <laughs> it was not even the quality. It's the fact that he could not follow the ball. Like, <laughs> he would forget. I, yeah, he would forget that he's recording or he's like, like well, yeah, the place happening drop. on this side and like it's already over here and he's just like, oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> literally, literally, he had like four or five oh shit moments. Oh, with, with oh snap, play, the like, game is on. That, probably more than that. But like, it's he, like, bro, like, he you probably like, wouldn't. He would be like on his phone and then I was like, oh, snap. Yeah. <laughs> and then I was kind of like oh, amazed when he found out he had a, a Zoom feature, I guess. Because then I'm like, <laughs> dude, you've been recording so freaking far away where you could like zoom in and it still look a lot better. I'm uh, like, what the Leave him alone. It was his first <laughs> match ever. Probably. Yeah, who, whoever it was, you know, shout out to that person. Well, at least it was their second match. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Second match, second match. Uh, but no, it, it was a, it was a, it was a okay game. Um, even you know Kenny Bundy said, and I feel like they just did enough to win the game. You know, obviously both both goals have come from set pieces, so we still have to see. You know, we still yet to see hey, a goal bo- from play. Both touch touch by Marcelo Palomino too. So you know, shout out to shout out to. Uh, We're gonna Chalamino. call him Midas the Midas touch. Hey, <laughs> and on Palomino though. Um, and I know if he listens to this, he's going to be like, yeah, I, I almost talk shit about that him. up. Talk shit about him. But uh, <laughs> there was one that he he got the ball back, kind of took on a guy real quick, but then literally gave a perfect through ball to the uh, uh, to San Jose. Like, it was just like a nice <laughs> setup. And I'm sure he was like, oh, shit. You know, luckily, the guy took a bad touch and the defense was able to kind of get around him or get to him. Hey, um, but it would have been like open, wide open. You know, if that guy was a little bit faster with his touch and quicker he no, probably would have put that in nobody's perfect but yeah <laughs> shout out to palomino he's he's a cool dude sorry bro sorry i saw and, that uh, <laughs> cello, I saw, cello, I saw that cello is a very creative guy so sometimes he forgets what team he's playing for and it's like <laughs> wide open guy hit it <laughs> he's, he's like i'm so nice that i'm gonna let you guys score too right <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Because I think I think in practice he plays like you know uh, you know when like you're playing like small sided, and you're having uneven number. There's always that one guy that always plays offense. Yeah, that's usually that's Palomino all the time. Usually in practice, the yellow penny guy basically. Exa- yeah, he's the penny guy. <laughs> so <laughs> and uh, so Rodrigo, what are what are, were your takeaways? I guess before I transition to my next question. 
I mean, I saw that they, they can move the ball pretty well. Um, for the most yes. part, when they kept possession, they well, sorry, when they kept possession, they did pretty good transitions. Um, even you know their long balls or um, just keeping possession in general, shielding the ball, trying not to lose it right away. Um, I, that's the good takeaways I saw. Um, some good through balls that could have been a goal. Um, just you know, wide misses or deflections or a good block um but overall you know they, they look pretty solid um goalkeeper i forgot his name but um he looked pretty xavier. good you know xavier um, as a valdez no his valdez, last name yeah. valdez i was just about to pull their and, names uh, but yeah i think it's valdez so yeah from a goalkeeper standpoint um he does pretty well winning the balls in the air you know crossings uh corners He's things tall. like that yeah. Well, and since kids. since you guys are already mentioning players, I was going to ask. My next question was going to be any players that have impressed you so far. You know, obviously we know the guys that have contracts with the Dynamo. You know, being Marcelo Palomino, being Juan Castilla, Ethan Barlow, that obviously didn't play this match since uh, he had uh, things to do with the first team for sure. Uh, say uh, the goalie as well, Savior Valdez, and uh, you know anybody else that that we haven't talked about that kind of has impressed you. Though one kid that he didn't play much, uh, but I liked the way that he kind of carried himself in a way, was Herrera. Uh, let me find his first name real quick. I'm pulling up the list of the names. Uh, Another Ache Ache. What? I know, right? That that's what I was uh, that's what I was gonna say. Uh, come on, guys. What I uh I I saw uh, some of the match too. I was trying to watch it through my phone, but uh. I was kind of impressed with the uh, center back that came in instead of uh, Ethan Barlow. Yes. What's his Sterling? Sterling. Uh, his last Sterling name. Sterling Penniston John. Yeah, and uh, he was pretty impressive, to be honest. He looked like a, it, yeah. Herrera. His first name is D'Alessandro. D'Alessandro. I should have known that. Yeah, you should have. Sounds very Argentinian for sure. Yeah, there's, yeah. There's a guy that scored a lot against against Boca. He is a River player. Yeah, D'Alessandro. And, uh, you know, obviously, I guess a, uh, a plug, uh, we did get to interview uh, Jeeves, and uh, he played a hell of a game, but you could tell he was gassed by the, what, 75th minute. I think yeah, they ended yeah, up taking him out, out yeah, early. Uh, Rodrigo, any any name that, that sounds familiar or that impressed you? Um, I, there was a guy, I honestly, he was playing like a little bit on the opposite side of uh, Palomino. I don't know his name, honestly, I, and... Is the Brooklyn <laughs> Reigns, maybe? Uh, the 15? Did he have, like, dreadlocks? He was, like, this Hispanic guy. Oh. Maybe it was uh, Beto oh, Avila. Did he, did he play? Beto was, yeah. Beto On the Brown. wing? Yeah, it could have been him. On the right. I was, like, 14, he, I think. He kept coming in sometimes, and him and Palomino were, you know. Yeah, it was probably Beto. Going back and Cause, forth. Because he was Castilla. Um, Castilla played in the middle, like, kind of like a number five or eight, whatever you want to call it. A six. defensive a defensive mid <laughs> and then it was brooklyn and then palomino uh and then yeah you have avila from on one side and then you had uh, papa's the number nine and i'm missing the left one which i think that's 16 and i can't think of his name either um Ooh. cordova 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 yeah, yeah. yes caesar cordova yeah he was kind of like in the first half he obviously he was on the other side so he was like very away from the picture so like it was, oh you know, i forgot uh of... ian hoffman too another guy that honestly has oh, played yeah, very yeah. well he's kind of the left back position the thing about ian hoffman 
let me, I don't want to talk bad about using animalos, but something, if I would correct something, right, I would correct this. But then again, I, I see why this happens, right? But Ian Hoffman, like he's, he's very attacking minded and he goes, he goes, right? He goes. And then like a lot of balls, like if you pay attention a little bit, a lot of the balls from San Jose came like, like really long balls to that side yeah. where he was playing. So they were playing to his back, basically. They're exploding. And then, you know, that, yeah. the, the center backs had to either cross or Juan Castilla. Actually, I saw him drop a, a few times as a left back to kind of cover him. So, I mean, they did pretty good. And the fact that, you know, when he would go, somebody would drop and cover his back. But, you know, like he didn't go a lot of times into the attack. And then San Jose, that's what they did pretty good. They would exploit encounter really quick um and they would go you know through his side because the other side was pretty much covered with with jeeves and, and uh and sterling i you, mean uh, talent maples. maples uh you basically answered my next question i was gonna ask you you know what's different between bundy's team and the first team under nagamura and i think they're just attack 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 you know for bundy and he said it you know on the uh on the episode we were able to talk to him and ask him a few questions He said, you guys are going to see that my team is going to be very, you know, attack-minded. And so far, that's what it's been it, you know. Uh, but anything else that you guys see different, I think it's only been two games from from them, you know, yeah. both home games. So, um, you know, what what do you guys yeah. see? Next game, I think they play away. Yeah, uh, Sporting KC. Yep, Sporting I know. KC. So the San Jose, according to what Kenny Bundy said, San Jose is one of the probably one of the strongest teams in this in this league. And you know they kind of showed it in a way. You know they did have some a few chances. They almost scored. They hit the post once, uh, and Xavier had a, a couple of good saves that I can think of right now. Uh, so we'll see. You know, moving forward, you know, going in away. You know, against SKC, we'll see how they kind of measure up, you know, not being at home. Maybe, you know, being at home gives you that the little advantage just because, you know, you know your field, you know where you add, you you know, you use your people. The very um, watered field that we keep everybody sliding. Did like I, I thought I thought uh, on that free kick that the goal came, uh, Gastia ate it pretty bad. I don't know how he didn't hit the ball. <laughs> I, I was worried about that. When he fell, I was like, fuck, like he's going to touch the ball and, like, you know, it's going to ruin because, you know, Palomino's already, like, positioned in a way to, like, you know, get the strike on. And, yeah, everybody he, keeps falling, man. Everybody. He probably could have tested and maybe even made it better, you know, to, like, give a little touch and then <laughs> yeah. he probably hit, knocks goal. another. Yeah, I was going to say knocks another That's goal true. from there. That's true. Rodrigo, anything you want to add uh, on, you know, the team itself? I know that you got to see a lot of this game. Since we find out, we are not geo-restricted, as we had mentioned Ew. in the past. Enunciate better. G-O. G-O <laughs> restricted. <laughs> I heard a J in there with a W and an E, and, you know, you mix it around. and <laughs> Hey, we have those days as a second, what is it, English, second being our second language. ESL, bro. Yeah, ESL times. <laughs> um, now just looking forward to you know watching them play again. Yeah, and then it's it's kind of great. Yeah, and it's kind of great to know that um you know with uh, Barlow being called up per se, um it's kind of cool to know that we have like this reserve team that we can watch and we can see the players um in our system and then being called up to the first team. I, I think that's pretty interesting, yeah. and you know it just makes you think like I guess 
the endless possibilities. Yeah, no, for sure. <laughs> like what could happen, you know, like you yeah. know, if we're gonna see Pan- Palomino uh, come up um, a few games, you know, for the season. Um, I don't know hey, how two, eligible Thor two, would be if, to go down if you know he wants to get more. He technically is a part of the roster, so. Yep. So, you know, things like that will be kind of useful for him if he doesn't feel like he's getting enough playing time. Um, the U.S. Open Cup, you know, is already on, on it's the coming second up. round, yep. you know, when the third round comes around. Most yeah. of these, not, a, you know, most of them, but some of these guys might might get a call up, you know. I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, for sure. But guys, I guess to end this uh, Dynamo Theory or Dynamo Theory, Dynamo Those topic, I guess predictions. You know, we know that there's no, there's uh Really no ties, right? There's no draws. So this is how we're going to do it. I think in the beginning or in the past one where we did the predictions, I was like, say win, loss, win by PKs, loss by PKs. But this is how we're going to approach it differently. We're just going to say, is it a win, is it a loss, or is it PKs? Because at the end of the day, you're getting points out of it, right? Uh, Whenever you go to PKs. So with that being said, Christian, you know, what are your thoughts? You know, a weight match? Can can the Dynamo get another road win? Has a unit, you know. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go PKs. I'm gonna go PKs because you know we're we're away, first time away. Um, I don't know how they're gonna you know feel in a different field that is not their own home. I don't know if there's any weather you know that could affect or whatever it may be. But um, obviously, all these all these games are new to everybody, even to us. The only people that know you know is what Kenny Bundy and and their scouting team does. Uh, so I'm just gonna go say penalty, and you know, may may the best team win. Hopefully, is the Dynamo loss. Rodrigo, what about you, man? What are you thinking? Win, loss, PKs. Uh, I'm thinking PKs as well. Um, yeah, away PKs. Son, you know, hopefully we get the win or the extra and, point. And I would say zero zero, like on my on my uh, like not a one one or two two, like zero zero, and then go to PKs. I think they've been pretty good defensively, so I don't think. They will allow a goal, and just knowing that you know we could be lethal in like set pieces, so we just gotta find. I get you know we, if we can find those, then maybe we can put one away. But you know defensively, I, I don't have any worries, honestly. Barlow is back. Yeah, Barlow is lineup yeah. probably. Um, yeah. Then I feel like you know we could get like a um, clean sheet just because I feel like he might bring more confidence to the team getting a little bit of taste of what the first team and, you know, the atmosphere feels like and all that. I feel like he, he could become, you know, easily another big captain for this team. Um, so defensively, I think he can help a lot. And this is where I risk all my marvels, man. So the team oh, is playing... not going to be happy uh, if you don't tell <laughs> That's exactly what I was going to say. All I mean is going to be like, you cursed us. But I don't know, man. They're playing in Kansas. They're not playing in, you know, uh, <laughs> we don't say Children's Park alone because we, we, that, that ends bad. But they're not playing in, you know, Sporting KC's uh, stadium. They're playing actually in uh, the University of Kansas, like random little stadium that they have out there. Um, so the field may be different. I, man, I'm really between like them losing just because. We know that rivalry. We know that rivalry. Houston against Kansas City, man, it hasn't been the best. Uh, Palomino, man, uh, I'm sorry, <laughs> but I think I that's think your that, friend Palomino. That's your man, friend. I, you know, hey, but if I get it right though, <laughs> there, there's something. But <laughs> look, Palomino, let's do this. If I get it wrong, 
Then, man, well, Christian will pay lunch. That, <laughs> that's how we do it. I, I'll take you out to lunch Whoa. with Christian's money. And you can pick whatever Venmo place, ready. man. Get that Venmo ready. We'll take you wherever you want. No, right? No, no, no. But seriously, I, I don't know, man. I, I'm going to put a, I'm going to be the negative Nancy and I'll put a, 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 a loss. It's, you know, Coach Kenny's, uh, Bundy's first match away. <laughs> We need to find out, man. What we'll, we'll really, how is this team is going to be? And Kansas City has been playing pretty well. They ended up going to uh, Minnesota, got a point, you know, away. They ended up going to PKs as well, or actually getting two points. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm gonna go with a loss. So sorry, guys. Okay, sorry, I Dynamo. Have, does. <laughs> I have a, I have a perfect I have a perfect uh, punishment. So if you get it wrong, we have to tell Dynamo memes to make a meme out of you being a negative Nancy. <laughs> Hey, <laughs> that's fine, man. I, again, I, I've been Dynamo Dose. The whole community. I'm like the biggest Dynamo Dose fan. I'm the probably the biggest, uh, what's it called? Uh, believer on the Palomino train, man. You got to jump on it because this kid is hot too. And the fact of he just keeps scoring goals, man. He's a, you know, very talented player. Uh, but man, Palomino, I'm so sorry about this, but I think that's the <laughs> L and, and I'll start rambling because. I'll start crying if I get this right. I'd rather, I'd rather get, know that I get it wrong. I'd rather I get it wrong, man. You know, he's going to listen to this and he's going to be like, and that's when I took it personal. <laughs> <laughs> hey, he's score a hat trick and be like, that's fine. He's got to do Rui, a celebration just for you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> for real. That's so true. But guys, with that, you know, we pretty much touch on the games that we were going to touch on. And so Christian, man, if you can let the people know how they can connect with us, man. Yeah, man, you can hit at us at Dynamo Theory on our IG and Twitter. You can send us an email to Dynamo Theory Podcast at gmail.com. If we check it, that's a whole different story. Uh, you can hit at me at Chris Putalias. You can hit Rudy at Rudy Segura 3, Rodrigo at Rodrigo Segura 01. And for everything and anything, you can check out dynamotheory.com. And to close this out, here's Rodrigo. <laughs> I heard the squeaky toy. <laughs> squeaky, squeaky. Yeah, he just got something. But um, again, guys, uh, thank you, Houston Dynamo fans, for listening. And remember to always hold it down and keep it forever orange. Let's go. Wow. Yeah.